Professor Norina Hertz, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're at the CBAM WPP Distinguished Lecture and Panel, China and the Rise of the BRICS. You chaired a panel of the BRICS and you gave uh, the summary uh, of the conference. In, in terms of the rise of the BRICS, is it definitely China that's going to emerge in 10 years' time as the leading economy? Well, I think it's pretty much a given that China is a massive market that still has to be fully tapped. The estimates are that by 2030, there will be 350 million Chinese of a middle income. So if you just think about the size of the domestic market, I think China's really got a lead above everyone else. Um, but other economies are looking strong in the region too. Um, Brazil's doing well at the moment at least, really fueled off the back of a rise in commodity prices um, and public investment and also um, having weathered the financial crisis well. And India, we are seeing growth, of course, also based on low-cost labor, um, innovation in technological areas and also a market that still has to be fully tapped. So all three looking reasonably good bets for the near term. And, and of course in Russia, those stock market prices being very low. You know, could Russia be the bet because it's the outsider? Well, Russia, again, a lot of its success is commodity-based. If you look at the top Russian companies, they tend to be in the oil and gas sector or other commodity sectors. Um, so decoupling Russia's future success from the rise in commodity prices, I think it's unclear yet as to where Russia's trajectory will be. If we listen to Professor Peter Williamson, I mean, he was, if you like, euphoric about just how quickly China can get a, an innovation and an idea to market. He talked of their engineers, the production process, the lead-in times being that much quicker than its competitors, America or, or the West. Do you think it's impressive? China's rise is massively impressive in terms of its brand innovation, in terms of the fact that they're managing to grab large market share in foreign markets in the United States in certain sectors, um, with the fact that of the 100 biggest brands in the world, Chinese companies are now significantly figuring there. So China, the rapid rise of China is definitely real and looks like it's going to continue perhaps even more rapidly. So Jonathan Garner talked about historically the shift that we're seeing in the world in terms of manufacturing and that we haven't seen the likes of it in the past 200 years. Do you think it is that significant, that, if you like, momentous global change? Well, if we look at the cost differentials between the developed and the developing world, I mean, they remain huge. And yet, we're not just talking about low-cost labor now. We're talking about um, low-cost manufacturing pro processes, um, engineers who are low-cost um, value-added in developing countries, even though they're operating at a much lower cost basis. So, I mean, this all does indicate that there, there is likely to be a sustained shift um, where manufacturers will be able to com continue to compete very, very strongly if they're coming out of those countries. And, and he said that he thought Brazil was underestimated. I think Brazil is a country that is 
innovating in a very particular way. They're putting a lot of emphasis on sustainability. They are putting a lot of emphasis on income distribution. They're putting a lot of emphasis on having development, but not at any cost. Um, at least that is the political rhetoric. Um, but whether the Brazilian boom is at the end of the day ultimately fueled mainly by the rise in commodity prices, which perhaps underpins a lot of its success, and also by the fact that there is a real estate boom currently happening there, um, and simply by the fact that foreign investors don't really have anywhere to go right now, and Brazilian bonds pay so well, interest rates are high there, and there, isn't, there aren't very many places in the world you can make any interest on cash. It's hard to really know for sure whether Brazil's success story is going to be a long-lasting one or whether it is a Brazilian bubble. Now, now Professor Hertz, what will you take away from this conference, having, if you liked, got the thought leaders in the world on the emerging markets and, and the BRIC economies, and then that unveiling by Doreen Wang of Brand said and the top 50 most valuable Chinese brands. It was impressive. Um, yes, I will take away from this very thoughtful conference a few main points. Firstly, that when we think about the BRICS, we definitely need to realize that these are four very different countries and we shouldn't try and aggregate them and come up with a conclusion um, assessing them as a group because they are very different. M even more than that, each country is huge and has very different regions within the country. So even when we're talking about Brazil, we're actually talking about five different regions in Brazil. If we're talking about China, we're talking about numerous provinces. We're talking about differences between people in the cities and people on the coast and people in the countryside. Um, different income levels across countries. Um, so, so I think key lesson to take away is that there are four different countries. Each country has got many differences. And when one's targeting um, how one's going to approach these markets, um, either as an investor or if you are selling to these markets or if you're going to produce in these markets, one has to take really into account the particularities of the locality that you're talking about, the particular culture, history and institutions of that very specific place. And, and just 10 years' time, China will be the, the largest economy. It's overtaken Japan. It will overtake America. That, 10.1% growth in GDP that was uh, announced this week and that meeting between President Ho and, and President Obama, there's nothing to stop China getting to the top. Well, definitely with the West, where it is right now, I would put my money on China. Okay, thank you very much indeed, uh, Professor Norina Hertz, for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today, the CBAN WPP Distinguished Lecture and Panel China and the rise of the BRICS. Thank you.